The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. We have a major shortage of new houses and apartments for people to live in. And this needs a solution. One of the solutions that the government is considering, and we'll look at a cabinet tomorrow, is stopping residents' associations from taking legal actions against planning decisions. We've two guests with us. In a moment, we'll hear from Richard Boyd Barrett for the People Before Profit TD. But first, Fianna Fáil spokesperson on housing, Senator Mary Fitzpatrick. Why would you try and interfere with the right of people to make legitimate protest against the building of houses and apartments in their areas? Well, first of all, you're right to increase housing supply. There's 20 billion euros has been applied to it. Local authorities have been empowered to build affordable and social homes and for the first time ever, affordable cost rental. So there's currently the biggest state-led housing uh, programme underway. In terms of the planning issues that you're referred to, so a proposal will go to Cabinet tomorrow based on the commitment in the programme for government to actually improve our planning process. So it's absolutely not about cutting out residents or any member, uh, any citizen uh, having a say. In fact... Residents' associations will be barred from taking High Court actions against planning decisions. Residents' associations, citizens will have have already many opportunities to uh, participate in the planning process. The the review that has been undertaken over the course of the last year um, is bringing forward proposals that will streamline the planning process, that will provide consistency, certainty, clarity around it. It will establish for the first time an actual planning and environmental court dedicated to dealing with planning issues. But before you get to the courts, because no homes are ever built in a court, Matt, you and I both know this. If we want to actually improve our planning processes, we need to ensure that the citizens are engaged at the very earliest possible stage. So that means engaging them in our national planning framework, in our county development plans, in uh, the large-scale residential development uh, legislation that we brought forward, which actually has restored citizens' opportunity to engage in the planning process. Now, but since you're the, taking away their right to go to the High Court. N- n- it, it won't, actually, it won't take away their right to go to the High Court. It will provide a court, a planning and environmental court, that citizens will continue to have an opportunity to 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 go to it will also reform on board planola so citizens will have opportunities from the planning uh, from the national planning framework from the county development plan from the large scale residential development process the local authority planning process on board planola which will be reconstituted and as reformed planning, as the yes. commission for planning and if in all events that all fails and citizens haven't been satisfied, citizens will still have the right now to go to a dedicated court to deal with planning and environmental matters. Richard, it's Barrett, about what certainty and clarity. Well, this is classic Fianna Fáil, uh, doing things to benefit private developers and speculators. That's what they're actually doing. So they're using the absolutely disastrous housing crisis we are to introduce measures not just in this bill that they're talking about next year, but this week in the Dáil, there's also a last-minute amendment that is going to prevent any public consultation on what are called Part 8 developments, in other words, public developments on public land. All public uh, participation, right to observe, make submissions, is going to be taken away for a period of two years. So 
they are using the current crisis to do that. Now, is there any basis? Sorry, that's not to the benefit of private developers, is it? Because that's public land for public developments. It's limiting the right of the public to have a say about what's happening in their area. But it won't be done by private developers. No, the, the, the bill... The bill the bill that, well, although much of the public land will involve private developers to, in some shape or form because of the way the government have pulled back from the direct construction of public housing and public land by the local <coughs> authorities themselves. But in terms of the bill that's going to come in next year or that the government are talking about, removing the basic right of access to justice of residents' uh, groups who, let's remember, lots of individuals, particularly in poorer areas, wouldn't have the money to go to the courts unless they were part of some sort of collective residence uh, group. Now, is any of it justified? Because we need to take action on the housing crisis, urgent action. Uh, not at all, because the helpfully, the government have themselves rep- uh, pr- produced a report or the government economic and evaluation service this week produced a report showing that we have 70,000, 75, uh, planning permission for 75,000 apartments currently. Uh, and the report shows that these are being drip fed by the developers at only 5,000 a year being actually completed. So they're sitting on planning permissions. So what the planning permission does is increases the value of the property of the property developer, but they don't have to build. Uh, so there's not a problem with planning permission. There's a problem with actual building of right, houses. And I was going so to bring that up with you as well, Mary Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you have to let me respond because no, there is a number of cliches and accusations there. No, but I wanted to bring that very point up mm. that the issue that we have is not necessarily getting new planning permissions through the system. It's actually making sure that those who get planning permissions mm. actually activate them, mm. that mm. they use them to build on. Yeah. Is that not something that the government would be better off concentrating on? 70,000 potential new homes. Yeah, so so let's, let's start with using the assets that we have. Let's start with using the public land to deliver public housing. No, 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 this, this, no this is the point. This the is, but this is, this is the point. This is the actual point. We've got local authorities sitting with public land zoned for housing, service for housing, suitable for social and affordable housing that is not being activated. How many no, no. of the 70,000 planning permissions are with public bodies? Or how many of them are with private You'd have to give me your list of 70,000, Matt, honestly. I the point guarantee is this, you that well, the I can vast tell you majority this. will be I can tell you this. Developers. I can tell you this, Matt. Local authorities have been strangled from, they haven't been uh, enabled to deliver social and affordable housing until we push through legislation that Richard and his compadres uh, opposed. One minute they're saying there's a housing emergency, the next minute we're enabling local authorities and they're to deliver social and affordable housing and they're arguing against that. You can't have it both Sorry, ways. You're not answering there's the a, question, there's Mary, either that I a housing you, emergency or there and isn't. I will Matt. get to that with Richard in a second, but I asked you a specific question. Why aren't you concentrating on getting the developers who have the planning permissions, 70,000 of them, to actually activate those rather than worrying about future planning applications. Okay, so we are doing that as well. It's not one, it's like Housing for All has so many interventions. It's got, it is absolutely true, Richard. There's a tax on land not being used. There's a use it or lose it on planning applications over, uh, over, over 10 units. There is funding. Most importantly, it's about enabling our local authorities, enabling our approved housing bodies. Having funding sustained funding, multi-annual funding, 20 billion euros to deliver social and affordable homes at scale. That's actually what Housing for All is doing and delivering. And you can't have it both ways. You can't in one breath 
argue that there's a housing emergency and then in the same breath argue that we don't need to move faster. Well, we I'm need our local authorities to, to be empowered. That we do have a major problem in yeah. that everyone says we need more houses, we yeah. need more apartments. But as soon as anyone goes to try and build houses and apartments, there's always locals who find a reason to object, who always want the provision to be somewhere else. No. Uh, So take my area. The biggest residential development in the country, bar none, is Cherrywood, right? Not only did I not oppose it, I actively campaigned for it, right? And more to the point, I've actively then pressed for them to actually start building because I got the planning permission more than a decade ago and it has taken them more than a decade to start building. And now the fight is how much of that is going to actually be public and affordable housing? So we did not object to it. We actively campaigned for it. Similarly with Shangana, which is due to be the biggest uh, social housing development done by the state, I have been campaigning for 15 years to get public and affordable housing on that side. We had to fight for a decade to get a commitment that it would all be public and affordable. We eventually got that and it has taken till now for them to turn the first sod, right? Because there was so much much messing messing around, even now with the LDA and the insistence of the government, including the Fianna Fáil government, that we had to involve private developers in some shape or form. And even now, we don't know on either of those sites how much the affordable housing is actually going to be. Is it going to be affordable? And what's most certainly the case in Cherrywood is we're not going to get nearly enough of it being affordable and public housing. I mean, that that site alone could probably solve most of the housing crisis in southern in South Dublin, right? But instead, it's going to benefit private developers who have essentially drip-feeded the commencements on that site to ensure prices stay up. They have flipped sites. And this is what the government are now facilitating with this bill because they, they will have even we're more opportunity facil- uh, to do We're it. not. With, with the bill, what we're doing is we're enabling local authorities to use state-owned lands that are, that are either owned by a local authority or another state uh, body, be it the HS or the Department of Defence or whoever, that lands that are zoned for housing, that are serviced for housing with water, electricity, lighting, that they can be used and rapid build homes can actually be... And who would do the building? Direct builds by the local authorities. In fact, I was down today... you confidence in the local authorities? How many houses, for example, has Dublin City Council or apartments built in the last few years? Zero this year. Zero this year. Actually, hold on a second, Richard. You are correct. The Zero. local authorities have struggled. Absolutely, they All have struggled. And Zero I was only year. with Dublin City. Give, sorry, Richard, it doesn't if really I can, give much Matt, confidence I didn't cut that across. the state Matt, would I didn't actually cut do across. the job. I didn't cut across, right? I was, I was there today down Railway Street with uh, City Council first direct build in the north inner city in 10 years. You're absolutely right. We are dealing with a decade of undersupply. That doesn't mean, though, that there won't be homes delivered this year. And we can't rely entirely on the local authorities to go from zero to, let's face it, we want to deliver 90,000 social homes. We want to deliver 60,000 affordable homes. It is unrealistic and it would be disingenuous to suggest that local authorities that haven't in the last 10 years built uh, homes are going to do it overnight. So we need to but activate how, how every... Is, how is every actually removing the right to actually go to the courts, at the High Court, to appeal planning decisions? But that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. You are with, saying it's with, in the legislation. With, with, the, with the legislation. this, with this legislation, there's, there's two things happening here, Richard. There is one which is the full review of planning, which is required to comply with our House, which ensures that there is public participation. And as I said... 
the citizens, citizens will have the opportunity to Here's have their say. Here's an idea I'll finish both of you on. Instead of stopping residents' associations from taking legal actions, what about stopping politicians? Because you're at it all the time. Every politician in the country, I'd say at this stage, has objected to at least one local development, all looking for existing local votes and not worrying about the people who might come to work and live in an area. You want to check my record, Matt? You haven't done any, have you? I haven't. Because there's some very prominent people in your party and probably in yours as well, Richard. Matt, as I said, we've campaigned actively for the sites to, to develop but public I'm sure and affordable some housing. There's some, on the strategic housing developments, because they circumvented the... We ended the strategic the democratic, housing developments. The democratic we planning democratic process. input. But let's be clear, Matt. The government have now just produced evidence to show that lack of planning permission is not the problem. We have 75,000 permissions for apartments, but we're only getting 5,000 a year. And we're Why is that happening? But could yeah, it be a lack of finance? No, for it's the, not. It's you, not don't like, think that, you think that developers actually have the money to actually build all these I'm apartments? Sure, it's staring at the face when you look at Cherrywood. Hines are a massive wealth asset management outfit. They have huge money. They're a massive international and they, outfit. Because they're so wealthy, are they going to build things at a loss? They were drip-feeding. No, they're not. Well, and that's the issue, Matt. And then when government actually puts funding towards housing or accelerates that's, the delivery of social that, and affordable housing, then Richard and no, and, that's, uh, and, that's, and and others in the opposition object uh, objectively. You can't have it both true. ways, Richard. You can't have it. That no, it's an it's emergency. The government who wants to who wants to facilitate speculation, speculation by property development. We got to leave it there. Richard Boy Barrett and Senator Mary Fitzpatrick. Thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty.